0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of Something to Crow About. I'm Tony Marr, fair fanatic and your host of Something to Crow About. I'm excited to have a fellow fair fanatic with us today. Joining me today is Tim Petrie, managing partner at H.D. Davis CPAs, part owner of Youngstown Clothing Company. And here's a fun fact, Tim, you are a fair neighbor. And I'm told you and your wife lived right by the fairground boulevard and then... Wait, you moved all the way to Leffingwell Road, so that's right around the corner. Uh, so you just can't yeah. see it away from the place, right?
1: Nah, <laughs> we love it, man. I mean, it's uh, it's always been in our, our backyard and or front yard, So we're <laughs> we're fair junkies. We can't get enough of it.
0: Right, it, it, you know, I mean, that just says something that you love the fair that much. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean,
1: yeah, go ahead. You forget how big of a space it is. I mean, it's a it's an amazing resource to have locally. It's a it's a huge piece of land that you can you you can walk in you could be there all year round people forget that it's there the other you know 51 weeks of the year right
0: right oh but it's there yeah you know it's like it it comes to during those six days of summer but like you're saying you know it's it's still there and people use it a lot during that oh yeah too all right so so tell me um you know your love for the fair kind of translated over to the Youngstown Clothing Company um, doing a partnership with the fair. So tell me, how did that all start?
1: Yeah, so it, it all kind of started with our, our, our general love for the area. Um, you know, my partners and I have always been kind of big cheerleaders for the, the greater Youngstown area. Uh, we've always been proud of our community. We've always been proud of all the amazing things that we have here. And, and it would be insane to not be proud of the Canfield Fair when you're talking about how, how many great things that this area truly has. Um, and, and in our first couple of years, we had been uh, piecing together various different partnerships with iconic businesses Around the area, like Handels Ice Cream and White House Fruit Farms, Um, and we always said, "Hey, we would love to take a run at Canfield Fair and and be able to put something together." And I think we would be able to do some cool stuff there. And we got we got lucky enough to to get the right introductions and get in front of the group and. we, we had a lot of fun our, our first year there and we still had some fun this year with, with kind of a, an interesting year. Uh, but we're really looking forward to coming back and, and crushing it in 2021 for the 175th fair.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you know, there, uh, like you're saying it, you guys, uh, the Le- Youngstown clothing company really takes the iconic parts of Youngstown and encapsulates them on some of the most comfortable shirts. I know it's a podcast, and you can't see me, but I am totally rocking a <laughs> canfield fair shirt from you guys. So, uh, you know, for you, how do you kind of decide what you're going to use? So, say for the fair, you know, for instance, how do you decide like what's the most iconic parts of that?
1: Um. Well, I think that I was, of the three of us, I was the the Canfield Fair expert in this conversation. I've had my levels of expertise in some of the productions that we've done over the years. But when it came to the fair, I said, look, guys, here's here's the top 50 things. <laughs> um, and then, you know, sometimes the trick once you've got that, that big idea board of all these lists is, is being able to then translate those ideas into something that looks nice it looks cool that looks appealing you know so it started with just a, a boatload of designs um, and and we kind of roughed out a lot of different things with a handful of our, our designers and internally between the three of us and then we continue to kind of whittle it down as we got closer and and we still went kind of nuts the first year I think we did 12 designs <laughs> it was a little more more than we probably should have done in the first year but it, it was great people loved it I see them everywhere but it it's kind of just you know in a big funnel you know you have all these ideas on the board and then you slowly just kind of whittle them down to what you can easily communicate on a uh, super comfortable t-shirt
0: yeah like I I need one personally that's it I ate a sausage sandwich at the fair I mean that'd be amazing just for me you know <laughs> but yeah yeah and and, you know and for you because i I think your love of the fair and your your neighborly love of the fair even kind of helps you you know come up with those 50 ideas
1: right yeah i mean i've been going to the fair my whole life um and and we all have different experiences at the fair which is which is the really wild part as you're more and more involved in the fair you realize that you know you could have so many different memories and/or experiences at the fair, you know, and, and we got a better feel for that by being there this year. You know, talking to the people that uh, you know, they they take the week and they stay in their RVs for the week or the different, you know, kind of subsects of the, the 4-H people, and all the different, you know, things that you can be a, a part of that, and the antique tractor group, and the people that just come for the food, people just come for the rides, you know, I mean, it's such a, there's so many different things that you can get involved in there. Uh, it's amazing to look at what your experience is, and then have that conversation with other people about, you know, what has made the fair special to them for their whole life. And, and it's amazing that for something that's, you know, so local in, in our mind that can be so all encompassing. It's, it's really neat.
0: Yeah. And, and that's a great point too, you know, every, okay, so everyone's united with their love for the fair, but what they love about the fair might be completely different <laughs> than someone yeah. else for the fair. And that, that's a great point. Yeah. And, and you guys, when you did the t-shirts, you know, you, you kind of brought all of that love right there. <laughs> and It's amazing. You guys reach out.
1: We tried. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so for, for you, you know, like you said, you've been going to the fair your entire life. Um, what are some of your favorite memories of going to the fair?
1: Um, you know, a, a lot of it for us was centered around, uh, Sunday church, oddly enough. Um, we, we would go early Sunday morning. Um, we, we'd get some breakfast, we'd sit down and they had a, a, uh, church uh, mass outside of the stand uh, right next to where our, our, our stand is for selling the merchandise, Uh, you know, and sit there and and it was always a big deal because we'd sit a couple of rows behind Stan Boney and Stan Boney is, you know, one of the most iconic, uh, news folks here in the area. So it was always, it was always a big deal. You, you know, you're, you're going to church, you get to eat some great breakfast and you get to see a local celebrity all at the same time. Um, so I think that that was undoubtedly our, our most consistent experience at the fair. Um, but always a variety of different, uh, memories over the years.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you know, I, I, I go to the fair too. So I mean, I'm like kind of a really local celebrity, right? Exactly. You. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: you got to use that celebrity status now. See if yeah. you can get yourself some, you know, free cinnamon rolls or some <laughs> discounted lemon shakes or something, you know,
0: I've been trying, man. People are just like, get out of here, weirdo. Why, why are you <laughs> hanging around? <laughs> I feel like if these were video podcasts, it might be a little easier. But you know, it's we're, but, we're yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you got to tell them to put headphones on and listen to you. <laughs> and, and now you get it. Now you see a celebrity, right?
0: Right. Well, I used to um, you know, for the fair. I used to do all the announcements. So every hour on the hour, you would hear me, and you know, do everything I did at the fair. It was like. I would walk the fair day and night and I'd be like, oh, here I come again. I'm like, I'm so annoying. So I got to talk to anyone while I was there, you know, because they heard me every hour.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Well, Tip, we are going to take a really quick break. Um, and when we get back, I, I want to hear um, how you introduced your family to the fair and, and how you're carrying on that tradition. So, so we'll be right back, but something to crow about will come at you once a week. Every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a minute of the action. You can subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. And if you have a story from your time at the Canfield Fair and want to be considered for a guest on our show, send us an email at marketing at canfieldfair.com. With your funny stories your favorite memories or heck even your favorite fair food one of these days i will get fair food um, but we are also looking for underwriters for our podcast and our that year at the fair so if you're interested in learning more about underwriting options please email marketing at canfieldfair.com and as we prepare for our 175th canfield fair in 2021 We will take a minute each week to reflect on a year in the fair's history. We're calling it That Year at the Fair. And now, here's my friend, Bernie. The year was
1: 1967. Kitty rides were six rides for 50 cents. General admission to the Canfield Fair was $1, and the fair was five days long, always ending on Labor Day. The theme for the 1967 fair was From A to Z, It's the Fair to See. From agricultural displays to zinnias, there literally was something from A to Z. The year was 1967.
0: And welcome back to Something to Grow About. I am here with Tim Petrie fellow fair fanatics and of course a fair neighbor so so tim um you know we we talked a little bit ago about your love for the fair and how you've been going there your whole life so but now it's kind of a little bit different you have two boys right under the age of three how yeah how is how is that you know introducing that part of your family to the fair
1: Uh, first of all, that's awesome. Um, my, my boys love it. Um, and I think that what it has allowed for us to do is see a lot of different parts of the fair that, that we didn't see before. Um, there are so many different parts of the fair that you don't truly appreciate how big of a production the canfield fair really is as as a as a kid even as an adult you know we go to the fair and we eat you know we go to the fair as a kid like you go to ride rides and hang out with your friends um and then as you get into you know the point where you're taking your kids there we're going you know, typically a little earlier in the day um, we're, we're trying to just go and, and walk and explore and see all the different things like uh, old McDonald's farm and the, the art, the, uh, the arts and crafts stuff and all the different competitions. And um, we were exposed to the uh, like costume contests this year yes. where they dressed uh, dress up the animals and costumes Uh, I mean, there's so many of those things that you just don't see as I think the average fair goer has no clue how truly big in in all encompassing that fair production is. So that's been I think our experience with the kids is, you know, we we take them, we put them in a wagon and we just try to see as much of the fair and honestly, as much as we've gone and as close as we've lived. I still think that there are parts of the fair that we have not really experienced during the actual fair week.
0: Oh, absolutely. I I mean, there is so much there. So I always, you know, kind of compare it to going to Disney almost in a way, you know, it's so big and there's so much to do there. You're definitely not going to see it in one day. But, you know, you know, like you said, you know, as we get a little bit older, you know, we go to the fair and, you know, we have a game plan of what we want to do. So, you know, it's a little bit different if you're a single adult, <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm going to eat food, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get out. You know, but when you have children, you, you kind of look at the fair in a different way. You almost see it through your kids' eyes and that, you know, kind of reinvigorates your love for the fair. Um, exactly. The fair. Yeah. And, all right, so you hit on old McDonald's farm, right? That place is magical. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Especially for yeah, kids. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's just one of those things that you, it's not things that your your kids see every day when you're, you're not in that type of lifestyle. I mean, you know, we're, we are, uh, you know, we work in a different environment. We don't have, you know, family members with farms or anything like that that we see all that often. So, you know, just, just seeing your kids experience things the first time, like petting the animals or seeing the animals up close and, and doing all those things is, is, is really cool. And oddly, I mean, I hate to make the comparison of Canfield Fair to Disney because, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a, an unbelievable different world. But it is the same concept is yeah. that there is so many different things and uh, it's fun to watch the kids experience those their first time.
0: Yeah, and you know, my daughter who's six now, she remembers petting or holding a duck that fell asleep in her from like three years ago and she'll bring it up you know, all the time. So it's just like, you're making memories every time you go there, everything you experience, you're making memories while you're at the Canfield fair. Um, now, now, quick question for you, did you get to go, and you said, you talked about the animal costume contest, but did you get to go to dress a goat?
1: I did not get to go dress a goat. No, uh, that'll certainly, I think that needs to be on everyone's list. I think that people just need to know uh, that those are the the obscure things that they need yeah. to start seeing because once you see it, you're like, has this been going, is this a new thing? And then somebody tells you, no, this has been going on for, for decades. This has been <laughs> yeah. going on for forever. Like, this is the thing that we look forward to every year. And I, And I'm just always kind of, Shocked to hear that. That's always a good question to ask people in the fair community. What what specifically about the fair, other than maybe the food, uh is it that you look forward to? And there are so many different answers oh, to yeah. that question. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, like you said, like, oh, dress a goat. Yeah, it's been around for 75 years. You've never heard of it. <laughs> it's like, no, I I haven't. Uh, <laughs> so um, you know, and and do you want any rides at all while you're out there or are you past that time? I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, I think I'm slightly past that time. And, <laughs> and I think I was, I was past that size requirement in like the fifth grade. I think I wasn't allowed to ride rides anymore. I've always been kind of a big kid. So, uh, and, and my kids are still, you know, they'll, they'll go ride it, ride some of the rides in Kitty land. Um, but we, we certainly did that growing up. I mean, we played a lot of the games, we rode the rides, we did all those things. And uh, uh, as, as it's amazing to me, and it's changed now because they, you know, they've brought this, this new ride vendor and that's, yeah, that's right been up. fantastic. But for so long, it was the same rides that, that I rode as a child, uh, like literally the same pieces of machinery uh, and, and they seemed to all still be working just fine. And everything looked to be, um, you know, pretty darn consistent. But it was amazing that those things lasted as long as they did. And it was oh, that yeah. was part of the memory to go and see the, uh, what was it, the, the Millennium 2000 Odyssey space exhibit thing, whatever that had been there since 1994. Right. Uh, you know, it's fun.
0: Yeah, and I think you know, you know, when you went there when you were doing the rides, like you memorized from the year before where your favorite rides were, and you went right to them. You knew, yeah, where they were, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, that was just part of the game plan. Everyone has a game plan when they go to the fair. So, you know, you going there, what would be your first day game plan? Like, is there food involved? What? How does it work? How does it work?
1: So, I think that uh, historically, it has always been. You got to you got to go early. You got to start with a cinnamon roll because uh, because you don't feel as bad about eating the four thousand <laughs> calorie cinnamon roll when you're going to walk around. Okay. Right. Uh, so you get yourself a cinnamon roll when you start the day and you walk around and you get your lemon shake and you get your sausage sandwich and then you go start exploring. Um, and with with the kids, it obviously has been a different experience where we're just covering as much as we can before it's time to go and take them home. Now I get to cheat. I I get to do what most people don't is I get to go get a couple hours in, take the kids home, have a nap. Uh, I probably will take a nap or sit on the back porch and have an adult (laughs) beverage and let them rest a little bit and then pack them back up, walk across the street and go back for the second half of the day and and do uh, other stuff. Uh, for the second half of the day, and then you gotta you gotta then put the end cap on and have the cinnamon roll at the end of the day as well <laughs> to have yourself what I refer to as the Canfield Fair sandwich. It's oh. you know a cinnamon roll uh, encompassed by all the fun activities of the Canfield Fair in the <laughs> middle, and then a cinnamon roll on the other end. Yeah, um, it's like
0: it's like a nightcap cinnamon roll. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, question about the cinnamon roll: Do you bring your own fork? I've talked to people that you know would bring their own forks is that a thing do you do that
1: i do not no i prefer to destroy the flimsy forks that they <laughs> give me uh or just go full caveman and get my hands into that monstrosity um <laughs> No, yeah, I, I didn't realize that people brought their own fork. Like, it's this a is a great example of the things that people do can't feel Fair. Oh, yeah, um, I might start, though. That would make eating fair food that much less complicated <laughs> if I have my own steady, uh, good, good, solid fork to bring with me to just, you know, plow through everything.
0: Yeah, it, it's like when those chefs go to, like, you know, like they, they do traveling restaurants. They pull out, like, their thing of knives and all their <laughs> utensils. Uh, you can do... All right, so I'm trying to make... This happen I want you to to weigh in on it. I'm trying to make it happen. I right. I want a team up of Moner cinnamon rolls and a Russo sausage. Um, make some kind of Frankenstein meal. You know, I don't know if it's Moner's wrapped around a sausage. I don't know. Or you what's know, your
1: a- what you're describing to me? Uh, sounds pretty amazing. And, uh, one of the things that has, has been happening in my family as of late is we found these, uh, we found these breakfast corn dogs. My wife buys these breakfast corn dogs for my kids. And they're basically like a breakfast sausage wrapped in a pancake. So, all right. So now we take this Frankenstein that you've created. We take a DeRusso's sausage. We wrap it in a Molnar cinnamon roll, and then to make it truly fair food, you put it on a stick.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I want to sausage. Stop- <laughs> exactly. This is what I'm saying. And I've been trying. I'm trying to get this to happen. You know, I, I, I think it,
1: a- it sounds like the greatest fair food collaboration I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go try and make one today myself. <laughs> well, if you do call me, I'll come over. All right. <laughs> I, will, I will be there. I think it can be done.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm going to, you know, I will talk to some people. I'll see what I can do. All right, same. <laughs> all right, my friend. Well, thank you for joining me. But, you know, I think now it's time to talk about the Canfield Fair fave. So you know how this works. I'm going to ask you three quick questions that any good fair fanatic should have at their ready.
1: So are, are you ready? No pressure, I guess. Yeah, I'm ready. No pressure. Yeah,
0: yeah. You have one second to answer. No. Uh, all, right. <laughs> all right, here we go. Number one. What is your all-time favorite fair food, and go.
1: Molnar cinnamon roll.
0: Wrapped around oh, a sausage. You know, no. <laughs> my, my,
1: my, my DeRusso's friends are going to be super mad to hear that. So I have to say it's, it's, it's a Molnar cinnamon roll uh, wrapped around a DeRusso sausage, because we just made it today, so there's the answer.
0: Exactly. Thank you. (laughs) All right. What is the favorite show you've ever
1: seen at the Grandstand?
0: Show, event, concert? What is
1: it? Uh, You know, that's one thing that I... Didn't spend a ton of time doing over those years. And again, this is a great example of all the different things that you could do at the fair. Uh, <laughs> we didn't participate in a ton of the shows. So I, I've done a handful of them. Uh, I had a ton of fun with the Wiener Dog races. Uh, so I'm going to say the Wiener Dog races. It was certainly unique, it was different, and uh, we had a lot of fun with it.
0: Uh, quick sidebar here I raced one of the Wiener Dogs and won. That's all I'm <laughs> dressed like a giant hot dog, so.
1: I don't know that that's a proud accomplishment. I mean, a, a wiener dog's <laughs> legs are super short, so.
0: They go up to 35 miles per hour. <laughs> I found this out. I did all my research before I went. 35 miles per hour. I was actually is, like
1: really nervous. That's the fastest wiener dog on the face of the earth. A 35 mile an hour wiener dog is, is terrifying. That's a monster.
0: <laughs> I go like four miles per hour on a good day <laughs> and, I, and it's a heavy sprint. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So you said that you love the animals. Uh, what is your favorite animal to visit at the fair?
1: The pigs. Always the favorite. My son loves the pigs. He's always oinking at the pigs. Uh, <laughs> and they're just, they're they are fun to watch. They're just kind of chilling, hanging out. They're yeah. pretty relaxed over there. And um, my, my boy loves them. So I, that undoubtedly has become my favorite one to visit. Absolutely.
0: All right, Tim. Well, thank you, man, uh, for coming out this morning. Um, it, it's been great talking to you, uh, about pretty much Same. everything. And, you know, let's, I'm going to get a petition together for the Molnar DeRusso's sausage stick creation of love. I want to be the so, first signature. And, 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 absolutely, man. You know, <laughs> absolutely. And also on, on behalf of the fair board, um, thank you for your support over the years, you know, being a fair friend and being a fair supporter. And everyone, thank you for listening. Fair friends. Join me next Tuesday when I have a new guest in the chair. And remember that if you are interested in underwriting or possibly being a guest, email marketing at canfieldfair.com. Thanks everyone. Have a good day.